You know the vibes. Another night of NBA action. You're listening to the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K22. I am Moroonsi. Real name, no gimmicks. BJ Armstrong inside the building. <laughs> you now we do. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mo, I'm bringing the energy tonight. I'm bringing the energy. I'm, I'm bringing I'm the energy. I'm glad you are. Can we start so much, off, Mo? Mo can we start 6 off real here. quick? I need the energy Can we right start now. off real quick? All right, let's get it cracking. Can we let's... give a shout out? Can we give a shout oh, out? Just real quick. Of course, of course, of course. Go ahead. Willie Green. Hey, man, you beat me to it. You beat me to it. There were three games tonight, all of which had a 3-2 lead, all of which, you know, teams could have forced a game seven, and all of which the road team won. Not a single team defended home court tonight, which was interesting. So we'll start with, as BJ shout out, a shout out to Willie Green. Uh, the coach of the New Orleans Pelicans who had a valiant effort. They went down to the wire. They were unlucky not to win the game tonight against the Phoenix Suns. CJ McCollum had a lot of foul trouble. He's playing most of the game with five fouls. Devin Booker made a surprise return from injury. He was supposed to be out for the second round too. He made a surprise return in game six. There were a couple of calls that were a bit questionable to me all around the association tonight, not just for one team. But, uh, you know, it was a great game. I had fun watching it. Um, our good friend Els was in the club. She's on holiday. She was in the club what? watching the game what? on League Pass. She's in the oh, club. Watch, I respect wow. the dedication. Shout out. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. That's the, that's the, the moves that the Pelicans... Because I know a year ago, two years ago, ain't nobody watching the Pelicans games at home, let alone being in the club and checking in. I think uh, Alvarado has got some new fans in this playoff run. And what Jose, really impressed me was... Jose, 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 yeah. Jose, BJ's coming Jose, to the World Cup. We, we're going to have to get BJ a Premier League Jose, team. Jose, Jose, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen. BJ's going to need a Premier League team to support soon because he's getting into all the football chance. But, you know, Alvarado, Trey Murphy... Herb Jones in particular, the rookies, really stood out for me. They did a great job. But they ultimately lost Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul had a perfect night. And when I say a perfect night, I mean he entered the history books. Let me tell you, Chris Paul became the first player in NBA history to make 13-plus shots in a playoff game without a miss. 14 for 14 shooting for 33 points. He did not miss. He was in his zone. At the arena that he helped build, the former Pelican himself, or they were called the Hornets back when he was there. And, um, you know, with Coach Monty Williams, who was the coach back there. And now the former Phoenix assistant was coaching the Pelicans. As much as you can get your head around that kind of a tongue twister. BJ, do you remember the last time you saw a game as perfect as Chris Paul's, where someone simply did not miss? I cannot recall offhand. Hmm. The most points in the regular season, who didn't miss a field goal or a free throw? Chris Paul had 33. Gary Payton once had 32. Charles Barkley had 31. And Thomas Bryant once had 31. Oh, really? That's a shock. And Serge Backer once had 26. Um, so those are the names. But none of them were as memorable as this, because I want to say one thing while, we, while we're spreading the love today. We all talk about, and, and not just we, but the whole media, Loves to talk about LeBron James, age 37, year 19. Well, guess what? Chris Paul is age 36. And he just went into an elimination game, put up 30 plus points and didn't miss a single shot. And it was surgical what he was doing to those boys. Anytime he got to the mid-range, they just couldn't guard him. The, the rotations were being messed up. They're, every time he was trying to dig out Valanchunas or one of the bigs so that he can attack them off the switch, it was too easy for him. He was in a zone, wasn't missing anything. He was doing what he did best, the mid-range maestro, Chris Paul. So shout out to Chris Paul. Mm. Good to see Devin Booker healthy again, getting his legs back under him. And this kid, kid DeAndre Ayton, well, I think in the next round, he's going to have to uh, step up big time because he's showing that he's a big time player. He started the game aggressive. He was 10, what, he 10 for 12 tonight, right? Yeah, he was 10 he, for 12. He's, he's an efficient player. He started the game very aggressive. And what I like about him is this season, he's added that mid-range. He's added that nice yeah. little mid-range free throw. Well, he's, always had, he's always had that mid-range. He's yeah, always he, had that. Yeah, but he, he had it, but he didn't go to it. You know what I'm saying? Like last year, when we were watching him down the stretch in the playoffs, he didn't, or, or maybe they didn't look for him to shoot that. It wasn't a part mm -hmm. of the offense. They were looking for him to catch lobs off the pick and roll. Now they go into that. I loved it. Um, he, he had a good game, 10 for 12 from the field. And um, yeah, the Phoenix Suns advance after a little scare 
against the Knights Sea Pelicans. Shout out to them. BJ, what was your takeaway from this series? Or oh, uh, also Brandon Ingram, cold heart killer. But BJ, well, go ahead. First of all, I want to give high praise, if I can, to the New Orleans Pelicans. Yes. I want to give high praise. You know, there's no consolation prize here for losing. When you lose, you lose. There's, you know, I think it was Pat Riley who said it best. You know, there's winning and then there's misery. Mm-hmm. That's all there is in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in between. That's life. However, however, New Orleans should really be feeling really good about themselves right now. And here's why. First, Coach Willie Green. Ex- Exceptional leadership, the preparation, how he was able to communicate and really rally this team this year. They didn't get off to the best start. They continued to plug away. They make a midseason trade, CJ McCollum, which turned tremendous dividends for this team. Brandon Ingram evolved as a true superstar. I can't say enough about the kid. What is it? Herb, Herb Jones? Yes, sir. I can't say enough, enough about him. I think he's a all-NBA defender. Balanchunas. I mean, everything gel. And not only did it gel, Mo, this was minus perhaps their best player. Didn't play a single minute the entire season. Mm-hmm. The future looks bright. I think the work. It's it's an inc- it's incomplete because they didn't attain what they you know you know it's only one team that's going to attain that or achieve that but how but it must be said here the future looks bright you certainly like the you certainly like the trajectory. movement of the organization yes the but more importantly yes you, you you like that and you know what I like the leadership of CJ McCullough I mean he's come in and fit seamlessly. I mean, it's like a hand in glove. He came in, it fit for them, it fit for the team, and it looks terrific moving forward. So I really like where this franchise is at. I I like financially where they're at. And now you just have to wait and see what, you know, Zion, assuming that he comes back there. Yeah. uh, How that's going to work. I think tonight wasn't CJ's best game, but overall his entire body of work since joining the Pelicans have been a net positive. Uh, Zion, He's already back doing 360 dunks and all of that. He'll be back ready for next season. I think they're just being ultra careful by not rushing him back in the midst well, of a playoff so. run. Fingers crossed. But you know what? The vibe I kind of get, because you know the vibes. Um, remember in the, the bubble, the way that the Phoenix Suns closed out the season? They didn't mm-hmm. make the playoffs, but they went on that nice little run. Or maybe even last year, how the Memphis Grizzlies closed out the season. They went on a nice mm-hmm. little run. They ultimately lost in five games. But that's the kind of vibe that I'm getting here from the new Orleans Pelicans is that they can really exceed expectations next year. They can really do it. And you add Zion Williamson to this team. You're essentially replacing Jackson Hayes with him. And it gets a whole lot scarier. You know, Mo, here's what I'm concerned about. When you have, when you find success, that's called chemistry. (laughs) Okay. Mm. When you find success, you know, it, it works. And what I'm really concerned about, Mo, is you're going to incorporate a talent. A We're saying that he's a star talent. Yes. He's a very efficient player in Zion. That's going to throw off the chemistry of this team as is. Okay. JV is going to play differently with Zion next to him. Brandon Ingram's got to have to play different with Zion in the lineup, CJ McCullough, so forth and so on. So what we're saying is when you incorporate a talent like Zion, it's going to be a different team. And that to me is going to determine the future. And that's going to be the key element because if they get, if they start off slow next year with Zion, like they did this year, where were they like one in 11 or something? One in 12, one in 12 to begin. One in 12. Okay, if that happens next year, Mo, you and I are going to be saying who we're going to trade for. Uh, okay, 
where this year we thought they were just tanking, right? Come on, Mo, just let's, let's say. Yes. But they did. They weren't tanking. They kept it together. They stayed the course, and you give them credit. So next year, let's see how they're going to get this team together, provided all of those guys come back. Because Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCullough is going to be there for this whole season. This team, as it's currently, all the players are currently there. They're saying, hey, we got to the playoffs last year minus this guy. Mm -hmm. And it's only natural for him to say, I just have to fit in now. Mm -hmm. Now, that's that Mo, that's that's going to throw everything off. I think it's a luxury. You've got a top 25 player in the league coming back and joining you and you, you would say great players find a way to figure it out and if I see anyone moving would be JV the same way the Memphis Grizzlies moved on from JV when they were trying to reach that next level and you know um, have their other guys doing more okay but Mo here's the thing mm-hmm. here's the thing Mo you have to be very careful here because of the following durability is an issue yeah and before you start trading players mm-hmm. <laughs> and doing all of these things, you and I both know this. Everyone is an ankle sprain or an injury away from being in the lottery. Yeah. So I wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket based on projections. JV, JV has been really solid. He's been a durable player for the most part. And I think it's careful. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be very. I think they have to really look at this and really be. They they have to be really exact on how they want to look at this or how they're going to execute this. I think you're going to have to limit his minutes. Yeah, coming back. It's going to be interesting, but we're going to have to see what they do over the offseason. Of course, they do have a pick coming to them from the Los Angeles Lakers, I believe. Wow. And they've drafted well. I mean, they've drafted well. I mean, right now, I can't say anything about the Phoenix. All I can say is job well done. Willie Green, David Griffith, the the general manager, president out there. I can't say anything. You know what? Enjoy your offseason, guys. And we'll see you next season. And on paper, on paper, we're looking for them now to be in the upper echelon of the Western Conference. How about that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And up there waiting for them will be the reigning Western Conference champions, the Phoenix Suns, who took them out in six games. And they move on to the next round. BJ, how are you feeling about the Phoenix Suns' chances? Because I feel like now it's not as clear cut as it was before the playoffs began, where we expected Phoenix to get straight back to the finals. You know how I'm feeling? Woo. <laughs> Relieved. Mo. <laughs> Mo. Relieved. Yes. I, I, Mo. I'm great. Uh, you know, I, we survived this and we're advancing. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I feel. I don't feel, you know, you, you know, making a statement or we looked terrific or we played our best basketball or any of that. You know, I, I picked Phoenix at the beginning of the season. I'm going to stick with it. But what I will say I, I did like about this team is, Mo, when, 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 when the going got tough, what they say, the tough get going? Yes. They, 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 hey, Mo, they showed me a little something. Chris Paul showed me a little. Mo, when they needed Chris Paul, he showed up. Yeah. Now. And, Mo, I, I, I'm going to give a 36-year-old guy who looked old in one of those games with – Game three when yeah. Alvarado was you harassing know, him, harassing him. Chris Paul went into the phone booth <laughs> and and showed up. Mo and they say he showed out. The guy he did. was simply he did. This I, guy I mean, was simply flawless. He, he was. was flawless. He was. I've I've never seen such masterful work against the ninth seed that got in through the play-in. Um, I, I thought it was a great series. It was great fun. And the yeah. Phoenix Suns advance where they will be facing. The Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic, took care of them in Utah tonight. The Don, the Don. Don Luka. Who do you like? I don't, I don't know. When are we going to start previewing these matchups? But give me a quick one. Who do you like in that matchup? Phoenix versus Dallas. Mo, uh, uh, Mo, why are you asking me that? Come on. Mo, why are you asking me? You Come know on. who I like. You you know you you know who I like. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns. Okay. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns. Tell me why. 
Why? Depth. Mm-hmm. I'm going with depth. I like their bigs. I think in this series, you're going to see DeAndre Ayton. You're going to see JaVale McGee. I think these guys are going to play at a very high level. Chris Paul, if this is any indication of what he's capable of doing, I think I like the matchup with him and Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. Look, Luca is going to do what Luca is going to do. However, I like the bodies that Phoenix can throw in him with Jay Crowder, Mikael Bridges, Devin Booker, Shamit. Just keep throwing Cam, bodies. Cam at Johnson, him. they got some size there as well. On Cam the Johnson, yeah. I just just keep throwing bodies at him, you know, and you're not going to stop him, so we're not going to worry about that. And I like the depth of the team, you know, Cameron Payne. You just keep throwing bodies out there, Bismack Biombo. So I think the depth has an opportunity to really wear this team down as the series gets into game three, four, five. Yeah. And saying all of that, Mo, as I told you at the beginning, when you have a player like Luca, Luca is capable of winning a series. Yep. They have a closer. And if this team, the Dallas Mavericks, Jason Kidd has been superb in round one. Did the Dallas Mavericks have the best season. player in the series? You know, I'm going to say this, Mo. The most experienced player in the series is, is Chris Paul. Yeah. Now, it is, it Luka, is weird. Luca. Luca is Luca, and Luca right now is probably the best player. Yes. When you look at the season in a series, Chris Paul is the most experienced. And I will say this Chris Paul is still capable of playing a full 48 minute game. Devin Booker is a very capable player that can play a full 48 minute game with anybody. Now, Luca is Luca. He's a, but I'm I, I'm 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 not afraid of that matchup. Okay, now, and the reason I'm not afraid of that matchup is because Luca is still becoming, trying to figure out who he's going to become on the defensive end. Where right now I think Chris Paul and Devin Booker are more consistent than he is on the defensive end at this stage, but Luca on the offensive end. He gets shots. He can create offense. Da 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 da. I, I, th- I think the Dallas yeah. defense was good. Um, oh, the Dallas defense is good. But you talk, know what? talking of experience, how weird is it to look at a Dallas bench and not see JJ Barea there? Because it, it felt like he was going to be on a Dallas bench forever. That guy was just always, oh, just, just always around, uh, 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 just always around. I'm going to let you have. Does. I'm going to let. I'm going to let you have your moment. I'm going to let you have your moment. What do you mean, my okay. moment? Yeah, I ain't got a stake in this fight. That's that's a legendary JJ. throwback player. That's let- but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. But I think the depth. And how, how many games you see going? the difference? Six. Six. I think Suns and six is, is the reasonable shout. Yeah, I think. Sun, I think that's what I said. Suns and six. Um, yeah. Phoenix and six games. So, um, yeah, I like it. Uh, are we going to talk a little bit about the Utah Jazz? Who got sent home once again? No, I'm not. No, I'm not talking oh, about oh, the Jazz. Oh, BJ's not talking. I am not. Jazz. Uh, okay, guess I'm what? not talking I'll, about I'll the talk Jazz. About jazz. You can talk about the Jazz. Yes, I'm. I, I've been saying. I'm just going to repeat what I said. Something looks wrong with the Jazz, Mo. I've been saying that, and now I can't wait to see Danny because I'm going to ask Danny what's going on in Utah because I, I. Danny Angel's something's lurking. going on. In, something's going to change. When I see Danny, they when can't I see run Danny, it back. When I see Danny. I'm going to say, Danny, so you and I grab a coffee. What's going on in Utah? Because I, well, I, I, this is, this is unbelievable to me. Like you watch scenes and you go, what's going on? That's a good team over there. Good players. Yeah. Good. Not great. Being, being the key they're, emphasis point. They're, they're, they're a good team. They're a, they're, they're a good team. They're not a great team. They're a good team. They're a good team. They'll win you regular season games. They'll get you to the first round of the playoffs. Maybe even the second round if you're lucky. They ain't winning nothing anytime soon. They can't afford to run that team back because it's going to be the same result over and over again. Okay. They're going to have to make changes. They're going to have to start moving some pieces around. They're going to have to try and get some guys that can play perimeter defense. Rudy Gobert is great at protecting the rim. 
But you saw it today. The Dallas Mavericks went small, pulled Rudy Gobert out to the corner. So now if he comes across the weak side to help, they're going to kick to the corner shooter. If he stays home, there's no one protecting the rim. It's not his fault. But guys on the perimeter just get blown by. So they're going to have to get some guys that can guard out on the perimeters who actually help him. Um, offensively, if they move Donovan Mitchell, then that's going to be a big hole in their team. I'm really worried like that they'll just re-sign Joe Ingles and just run it back one more time and we'll have this conversation yeah. next year. So let's keep it moving from Utah. Um, there was a great series that came to a very boring end over in the Eastern Conference. The Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers game six was a blowout win. Boring. Did you say boring? Yes. Why, why, why was this boring? It was a 35-point win for the Philadelphia 76ers. For the Philadelphia faithful, this was a very exciting win. Yeah, up until halftime when they were up by 20 plus and you're just like, okay, so this game is done. Let me switch over to the Phoenix game. Like, okay, (laughs) if you find a 35 point win exciting, fair play to you. But I did not find it exciting. I mean, there was a lot of drama. There was a lot of pay fouls and no calls and flagrant calls and all this kind of stuff. You could find exciting, but I like the games that are close. I like the games that go down to the wire. Like the Mavericks, and by the way, Bojan Bogdanovic missing a wide open three pointer at the buzzer for the Utah Jazz that could have sent them to a game seven. Bojan, you're supposed to be European sharpshooter. Come on, bro. These are the moments you're made for. You are perfectly designed to shoot open three pointers. You got to make that. But anyway, the Raptors put up a good fight. They were three zip down. They won two in a row. Series finished 4 2. Doc Rivers escapes the playoff choking allegations for now. Because it would have been very peak if they had lost that three zip lead. James Harden see, survives see, the see, allegations. See, this is for now. That's what, oh no! Okay, Joel Embiid okay. survives the allegations for now. We got to see what happens in the next round. But what a great series it was! It really was because they were up three zip. Could have swept them. Could have gentlemen swept them. End up winning four two. I like the fight for the Raptors, especially without Fred Van Fleet. Scotty Barnes playing through an injury. You love to see that from young players. You love to see the heart, the hustle, the grit. Pascal Siakam in the in the two games that they won and in the third game, he looked like a, a superstar player, or, or maybe not quite a superstar, but he looked like a star player. Uh, definitely an all-NBA caliber player, the way that he was playing. The Raptors have a lot to be encouraged by. They've got a lot to look forward to moving forward, especially as Scotty Barnes makes the leap. Precious Achua had a great series. And if he can continue to contribute like this, especially offensively, and improve during the offseason, then I think they've, you know, Messiah's once again done it. So encouraging signs for the Raptors. Philly, on the other hand, had a little bit of a scare, but then they had a lot of a rest between the last game and this game. And James Harden used that time to rest and he came back with a bang. He started off the game strong, throwing down a dunk. What did he finish with? 22 and 15 and six. Solid performance from the bearded one. He did what he needed to do and beat at 33 10. Maxi had a 25. When those three are firing and you're getting contributions from role players, it's hard to stop that team. BJ, what were your thoughts and takeaways from this series? Give Philly credit for regrouping, mm-hmm. rallying the troops on the road, mm-hmm. and figuring out how to play. They came and established that this was going to be a fight right from the get-go. You know, sort of like what Giannis did the night before. There in, in, in the when Washington they went to Chicago for game three, yeah, yeah, just no, I'm talking about in the last game, the last, oh, oh, the very game, last game, game five, yeah, okay. The first, the first play of the game was a dunk by Giannis. Giannis came right from the get go and said, Hey, I'm finishing this, yeah, I gotta get Philly credit. Philly came right from the get, they didn't, well, it's third time lucky, game. Yeah, no, it wasn't third time lucky, they, it was, it was, it was literally third time lucky because the first two times they lost. <laughs> they were up three zip, and the first two times they tried to close out, they lost. So it was third time. Okay, you're you you asking me what I thought, and then you're gonna tell me what I said. <laughs> no, if you want to talk, I'll, I'll let you talk, Paul. <laughs> you said, "What did you think?" No, you, right? said, okay. you said, "No, no." But the difference is, Giannis had a chance to close it out, and he closed it out. These guys had a chance to close it out; they lost twice. So I don't think that's a fair comparison. Okay. Again, tonight's game. You asked me, what did I think about tonight? Is that not the question? You said, what do you think about tonight? No, my my, tonight, my question was, what are your takeaways from the series? But but go ahead. Okay, okay. What did I take from the series? 
All right. Well, let's like well, let's 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 reopen the question. What do I think about the series? It was great to see Philadelphia take control of this series. And then when it was faced with pressure, like they were tonight, there was a little chit-chatter on the outside, people saying, what's going to happen, so forth and so on. The Philadelphia 76ers, I was glad to see, brought the fight to the game. Mm -hmm. I was very, very happy to see that. They didn't wait for the game, and we're going to ease our way into it. The, the Sixers really went out and took this game. They established Joel Embiid. And the thing that is very apparent with me in this series is the emergence as Tyrese Maxey now is, I don't want to say he's the best player on the team, but right now Tyrese Maxey is bringing the energy to this team. Okay. He's the energy. Now, Joel Embiid is going to get the touches and score and get all the double teams. But slowly but surely, I'm seeing the following. The ball is being taken out of James Harden's hands as the primary ball handler, and they're putting it into Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey is the player, I believe now, that Doc Rivers and that staff, they trust most to be able to provide the energy and the push and play downhill. It's really apparent to me in this series that James Harden right now is struggling to blow by defenders. And because of that, they're gonna need a player who can break down the defense. Tyrese Maxey is without question the best option now. He is. And they're gonna have to, and they're gonna have to, and, and at some point here, Doc Rivers is going to have to take James Harden off the ball do you and think, just make him into a scoring guard. Do you think Tyrese Maxey is the quickest player in the league right now? Tyrese Maxey, he plays downhill. Do you think I, he's, I, do what you think I do? Anyone runs as quick as it because he is lightning. I mean, he 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 the way he plays, he just you know he just looks fast. I mean, but it's, some of these guys are so fast. You know, you look at Ja Morant, you mm. look at these guys. These guys, all these guys are moving insane. But I I can tell you this, Tyrese Maxey right now. He provides the energy. He is the leader of the team when you say, when you want to find out at what pace they're going to play at tonight. He sets the and, tone. And he hit five threes too. You know, that's what I'm saying. He's, I, I, I think Doc Rivers, when it all comes down, like, you know, you look tonight. Th- think about this. All right, I'm going to just look at the stats as, I'm, as, I'm, as, a, as, as we're talking here. Tyrese Maxey. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. I'm just going to look this up right quick. I want to make sure. All right. When you look at who, who played on the road, he played the most minutes. He played 44 minutes. tonight. Yep. Okay. Joel Embiid plays 35 minutes. You know, Green. Yeah, Embiid got hit with that Danny nasty Green. elbow from Siakam that took him out at the end. Okay. Yeah, take him out. Okay. Oh, shout out to Danny Green, by the way. That, that first quarter um, three-point explosion – you know, four threes back in his former arena. That was nice from him. Yeah. You know, but to me, Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese Maxey, you, you, you have to be able to play with a perimeter player who can play downhill. James Harden right now. Okay. It's not time to be experimenting anymore. If you're going to play Tyrese Maxey is going to provide that. I think this next series Maxi is going to have to be the best guard in the series if they're going to win. Okay. He's going to have to be the best guard and Miami is going to have to contain him. Now I like this matchup, Bam and Embiid. I'm really excited about that. James Harden, Harden. Harden. Hey, I like that matchup here. Um, But I'm not expecting James Harden to be that James Harden. Again, Tyrese Maxi. I think it's going to have to really step up to the plate and provide the energy that's necessary. And he's a very capable player. So congrats to them. I think um, the next series, it's going to be a tale of who, who Philly really is. And um, I'm really looking for it. I mean, exceptional coaching 
will be on both sides. And I think it's going to be a hard fault. Are we going to get a DeAndre Jordan Jimmy appearance? Butler, I think we probably will. Okay. Because we did, we did, we will. Did we see him in this series? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't don't think, I don't think this was a series. You will always trust me on this to win this thing. You're going to need everybody on that, on that bench. You're going to need everybody. So somebody's good. Embiid will probably be in foul trouble one or two games in the series. What I was thinking because Jimmy Butler applies pressure to the rim. Okay. Well, I, I don't. I'll live with Jimmy applying pressure. I'll live with that. I'll live I, with that. I think the Raptors were a good kind of not. I don't want to say a warm up because that's disrespectful to the Raptors. But in terms of a team that can play that great defense where they just clamp you up from all five positions that the Miami Heat love to do, I think it sets the Philly team in good stead for kind of a little bit of what to expect. Not that it's the same by any stretch. But, eh, no, I, I don't but, think so. I, you know, but, but what I, I, I mean is, what, what I mean is, is they're kind of a little bit battle tested now going into the next round. Whereas the Heat. Ooh, ooh, Philly? Philly, yeah, yeah. Because they actually had someone put up a fight against them. Whereas the Heat and the Bucks and the Celtics, they just walked into the second round. They didn't have to, they didn't have anything like if we're going to keep 100. They didn't really have a tough time getting to the second round. They've been coasting. Boston won in four, uh, Milwaukee won in five, Miami won in five. They, they weren't really scared, well, weren't really worried. You know, Mo, okay. But here's what we have to shed light on. It took Philadelphia three tries to get that final game. Yeah. So this could have very easily, Mo, been a sweep. But the, give them credit, you know, Miami – Probably should have been a sweep, and they lost the game. Certainly, Milwaukee, they were sleeping in game two. Yeah. Okay. And lost the game. So, losing mode is always good for your team. Why? Because it wakes you up. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, it wakes you up. They, they, now, you, now, everybody has everyone's attention. And you know, this is this is going to be good. I think the next round is going to be terrific basketball, especially in the Eastern Conference. I will be there for every minute. I'm going to need a prediction for the Miami Heat okay. versus the Chicago Bulls. Which team and in how many games? Miami Heat versus not Chicago, not Chicago Bulls. Bulls. Man, it's, it's past 6 a.m. You can see how tired. Uh, yeah. The Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going to go Philly. Yeah. In how many games? I'm going to go Philly. Philly in five. Wow. That's a, they ain't got the home court advantage. So we're saying they'll split the first two and then win the next three. Is that how it's? I'm, going, how Philly. It's, I'm okay. going Philly in five. That's a hot take, I think. I'm working with Miami. Okay, I, I, I just, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm going to go Philly. I'm going to go Philly. I want to make it more fun. <laughs> I want to make it more fun. I'll go with Miami if BJ goes Philly. I'm gonna go with Miami. Um, I agree. It, it, you know what? I mean, it could go either way. I think it'll be close. It could go either way. You know what I mean? A, I don't. You just asked me, and off the top, I think it'll be. You know, I, I think it'll be six or seven games. I, I personally, someone asked me earlier, I said right now I'm leaning towards Miami in seven just because of that Miami defense is amazing. But it all depends on how Bam Adebayo can deal with Joel Embiid. And I need to see that matchup in the playoffs. It's different to the regular season. I need to see yeah, that matchup. I, I, I think Joel, Joel is just too big. Yeah. Bam is great. I, I love Bam, but Joel is just too big. If Joel is, is healthy and aggressive and all those things... I think he's too big. And I'm going to need a prediction for the other series in the Eastern Conference. Oh, the the other. Would you care to? The main event. Oh. The, the main event. The, the, the first round matchup between the Celtics and the Nets was the most viewed first round matchup in the Eastern Conference since the 2012 New York Knicks and I think Boston Celtics. Um, and it was the most viewed first round matchup since I believe 2016 in the entire NBA. So, um, yeah, it is the main event. The defending champions take on the hottest team in the league right now. The only remaining undefeated team in the NBA, the world famous Boston Celtics. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go Boston. I'm in uh, Boston. I'm gonna go Milwaukee. I'm gonna go Milwaukee in five. I'm gonna go Milwaukee in five. In five. I see, I see, I see a huge, I see a huge challenge out for Giannis right now. In five, though. I see a huge challenge. In five, right, though. I'm going, you think Tatum and the boys are gonna win one game in the whole series? I see a huge challenge on the table right here. And here's the challenge I see. Giannis is going to be sitting in Milwaukee. And he's just going to be sitting. And the question is going to be repeated to him. What are you going to do, Giannis, to counter the great defensive team of the Boston Celtics? And what's he he shut do? down KD. What's he and, do? and I think he's going to do what all great players do. He's going to... He's going to rise to the occasion. Well, not all great players, because Kevin Durant clearly didn't. No, 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 no. Every great player, every Giannis included, had moments. Okay? He, every great player has to fall down. I love the, the arc of the hero. See, failure to your generation is like, oh, I can't. No. Believe it or not, Mo, I miss more shots in my life than I made. Yeah, that's everyone. Every okay. Believe it or not, believe it or not, every player didn't make every shot and every great player didn't win every series. Yes. Believe it or not, every great player had some bad games and some bad series in there. Yep, that was that was KD in his final season on OKC before he went to join the Warriors. That's okay. that's the story arc. We're not doing okay. this KD arc. Okay. Yeah. It's not even about KD. Every player, mm -hmm. every single player who put on that uniform, you can go find a bad game, a bad series. You can find it. Now, this is what I love about Giannis. Giannis had a bad series too. And while everyone said, oh, you can just wall him off and we, we, we know how to stop him. Great players figure it out. Yeah. Well, great, great player, you know, great players figure out. And he's going to sit there in Milwaukee. I mean, he's going to sit there and we're going to find out how good everybody really is. Because I can assure you this. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you the funniest thing of the playoffs so far. And Mo, maybe you can look this up because I know you love stats. You know what's the funniest thing I've seen in the playoffs? Go ahead. How many offensive charges Giannis got or received? In the first round versus the Bulls, yeah, they that was I their mean, strategy Mo, because they had no Mo, shot blocker. They just thought, "Let Mo, me try to take a charge." Mo, the guy must have had six, twelve to sixteen offensive fouls at least. I, I'm just counting mm -hmm. off off memory. I don't know how many he had, but that to me was funny because you know what? He doesn't care. Because let me assure you, with these great defense defensive teams, all know he's coming. Mo, he's <laughs> Mo, he's coming. <laughs> Mo, this isn't this isn't like he's not going to the fadeaway. He's not going to the step back. Mo, he's coming. Okay, you I, took an offensive foul, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. I want to see the first official in the playoffs call six offensive fouls versus that guy. I can guarantee you he won't be doing another playoff game. Mo, okay. The okay. Guys coming! I can't wait. I'm I'm, I'm just looking forward to it because Mo, this to me, okay, it's cracked me okay, up. So, the so, the Bulls thing was see, was the funniest thing I've seen so far. Okay, so so you know, I was saying Milwaukee gonna win the series. I said it on Heat Check the other day on Sky Sports. I said Milwaukee will okay. win this. You know, they got Drew, who's a great defender. Yeah, he's a great wait, defender. Wait. So you're gonna but, say what six but, or seven? But so when, you got three but, options but, here. You're I'm, gonna not say six, I'm not finished. I'm seven not finished. Seven or I'm four. Not, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Okay. All right. See, I was saying Milwaukee is gonna win this series. You know, I was saying, okay, maybe Milwaukee win it in six or so. But when PJ Armstrong comes here and says Milwaukee gonna win it in five, that doesn't sit right with my spirit. I'm gonna tell okay. you, I've changed my mind after hearing that disrespect. Okay. The Boston Celtics are winning this series in seven games. Okay. Jason Tame is gonna carry that, that fourth quarter in game seven. That's what I'm gonna tell okay. you now. 
Okay. Chris Middleton is out for the entire series. I respect that. Allegedly. Chris Middleton is reportedly out for the entire series. Jason Tatum is playing at a bona fide superstar level. And as much as you can't stop Giannis, good luck trying to stop Jason Tatum. And if you do try to stop him. We're not going to try. We're not going to stop. We're not going to even try to stop him. You know Mm -hmm. what we're going to do? We're going to put together a game plan. VJ has joined the Milwaukee Bucks for this series. No, no, I'm just saying. (laughs) What I'm saying is, in the NBA, you don't stop a great player. Who tries it? Who said they're going to stop a great player? Well, the Celtics did. With Kevin two, Durant, there, and they did there's that. only two ways to stop a player. Your team is going to stop them because you're not putting your best player. If you got a great player and you can't find operating space, that's on you. That's on you. This is a great player. Well, <laughs> I have a great player. Now, everybody in the league knows this. It's virtually impossible to stop a player that can go to the post, play off the dribble, catch and shoot, go to the mid-range, has footwork. That's impossible unless the coach just says, hey, I'm not making any adjustments in the game. It's impossible. That's impossible. I got KD. I can – exactly. The Celtics did it. Okay. All right. That's impossible. Like I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, like there's some things I know I could have done with KD to get, to find him some space to operate. And if he misses the shot, I can live with that. But you can't tell me with a player of his caliber and his versatility that they're going to be double teaming me with Kevin Durant. No, that's no, (laughs) no, I got, no, that's not happening. Now, let me tell you what Giannis, he's coming. You've said, you have a last note. He, 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 he's coming. Now, I don't know what he's going to do. And if he, if he started making it, and Mo, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Normally, I don't say this. Normally, I don't say this. But I'm going to say this here. If he makes one or two threes, you have no chance. That's anybody he plays in the league. That's 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 fair. If he makes one or two threes, because this player is coming and he's going to (laughs) find he's going to find some space on that floor. You know that's what I'm saying, Mo. Mo. Okay, just think of this, Mo. And I used to, I played with a few great players in my life. But here's one of the things that always, Mo. Just imagine this, Mo, because you and I. You know, maybe you. I didn't have the talent to do this. How could I, Mo, be stopped if I could defensively rebound the ball and push it out? That's virtually. What the hell do you mean, maybe me? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, you know, I me, mean, Mo. You're you're the guy that's going to score forty in the in the in the celebrity game. So I mean, you you got to yeah, score hey, in not not transition. in the NBA playoffs. <laughs> yeah, the NBA playoffs is very but different. You, to but you're going to have to you're going to have to play. <laughs> Well, if you could rebound the ball and push it out, yeah, it's virtually impossible to stop someone. That's exactly what I've been saying. Uh, you, you, they can't guard him like they got a KD. KD was at his spot. No, 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 no you, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. Giannis is a one-man wrecking trade. But, but you know, um, if you guys at home didn't know, um, BJ Armstrong would like you to know that Giannis is coming for the Boston Celtics in the second round. But that's almost every second round matchup planned, but there is one more that remains to be seen. The Golden State Warriors are not sure yet who they're going to be playing. We have a game six wow. tonight in Minnesota where the Timberwolves lead, uh, the Timberwolves trail three games to two as Memphis Grizzlies hold the lead in that series. Can the Timberwolves force a game seven? You know, Mo when you have an opportunity to win games in the playoffs, you better win them. Did you see what I said today? I didn't see what they said today. I, I, you know what, Mo, I've taken my own advice. I would tell you I've what turned I said. off. I've turned uh, off. When I watch the games, Mo, I'm, I, I'm I turn you. off the volume now. I'm going to tell you what they said. What'd they say? Malik yeah, Beasley and Kalani Towns go, said, read, me, we read, feel, read me exactly. I, 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 exactly read, I, I remember it. It was just one. Okay. They said, we feel like we should be up 4-1. We feel like we should be at home resting like the Warriors right now. They're down 3-2, but they feel like they're 4-1 up. <laughs> this team, right. this, uh, should I tell you the key to Minnesota winning this game? 
BJ, there's only one key to Minnesota winning this game. If you get a lead, Minnesota Timberwolves, listen to this message. If you get a lead in this game, if you're up five, up 10, up 20, here's how you win. Don't celebrate. Because every time you get a lead and start celebrating too early, you lose it. So let's try to be humble and not celebrate until the final buzzer goes. That's my team talk. That's my thing. They'd be up 21, throw away the lead. They'd be up 12, 13, 14, throw away the lead. Just stop celebrating before the game's done. It's very simple. I don't see many other teams do it. So that's my game plan for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I would love to see a game seven. We've not had a game seven yet in the first round. I think we deserved, I think we are owed by the forces that be in the basketball realm, a game seven between these two teams. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna leave though. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> I'm gonna. Fo- I'm, gonna uh, I'm gonna focus. I'm gonna focus on the main event because that to me is way more interesting to hear people. You know, you know. I I I know these guys are gonna show up. I know Boston is gonna show up. I know Milwaukee's gonna show up. And I know loose balls are going to be people are going to be fighting. Marcus same with Smart the same, same with Holiday. the heat. And the I mean, Mo, you know what I'm excited for? Marcus Smart and Drew Holiday defensive pressure. On yes. the, that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to see Jason Tatum and Giannis, and I'm excited to see Brooke Lopez and the Time Lord. Mm. And I'm excited to see the coaching that's going to happen. The the, the crowds are going to be. See, this so is where Minnesota will be this, missed because Jalen Brown is still out there and ready. You know what I'm saying? With okay, no count. That's, that, that's we're gonna that's, rely on Grayson Allen for and, 20 and, points. We'll rely hey, on Grayson hey, Allen. But, uh, but I'm gonna rely on Grayson Allen if the following occurs. If the just like the Bulls, if they elect to double team him, there will be someone that will have an open shot. Mm-hmm. And Grayson Allen can shoot and make open shots. And so can Bobby <laughs> Portis with the goggles. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're going to be in the studio um, on Sunday night. Bobby Portis and your guy, Williams. What's your, what's your guy? Time what's Lord. his name? Oh, Grant Williams. Uh, Grant Williams. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. going to be, be ready. Hey, hey, be ready. Is, is he even hey, 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 let me, hey, Mo, can I say this too? Okay. I will be shocked to see if the Boston Celtics are more physical the Milwaukee Bucks prepare to be shots. Okay, well, I, 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 well, I know it's two guys that I know it's two guys, well, three guys that's not going to be pushed around. Okay, I don't think anyone on the team is getting pushed around. Yeah, Drew, well, it's gonna be you know what, to be honest with you, I, there's no one's gonna be pushed around. No one's pushing Drew Holiday around, mm-hmm. no one's pushing Giannis, Bobby Porter's around, no one's Pat, Pat Connaughton. Bruiser, uh, Grayson Allen, Bruiser. No, come on, no, man. Ain't no and, one and pushing those boys around. No, no, not those guys. But uh, what's the other guy's name? Man, I'm, I'm getting bad now with the with the names. Uh, you know Which what I'm talking one? about? Uh, Wes Matthews. Wes Matthews. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Javon Carr. No one's pushing big bad Javon Carr around. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Okay. Well, and then well, if the game gets too physical. I will put the big fella in. Who, Brooke? Surge. Surge. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on record right now. He's gonna be the difference in the series. Serge Ibaka. Interesting. Interesting. Surge is gonna be the difference in this. It, Surge is gonna be the difference. Serge Ibaka, just like he was the difference in that in that in, in that series when um, the Raptors beat the Warriors. Surge is going to be the difference okay. in the series. Okay. His offensive rebounding. Okay. Okay. All I can say is we'll see. Game one, we're going to be in the studio for this weekend. Make sure you tune in. And if you're in the UK, it streams for free on YouTube, so you can watch it there. One more thing we got to talk about before we go. Zach Levine, free agent this summer. DeJounte Murray from the same hometown as him. Same hometown. Um, just tweeted a picture of Zach Levine in a full San Antonio Spurs <laughs> kit, fully photoshopped. That's funny. Okay, well, I'm gonna just leave you with that news. Well, if you haven't seen it, go. No, look no, it. no, it's no. This funny is, to me. this is. I'm going to leave. You know, Mo. I'm going to allow you, 
who is the expert at talking about things outside of the lines. I'm not qualified to talk about this. So could you explain to us and the listeners what this photo is all about? What, so what is it all about? It's, well, it's a picture of Zach Levine, but somebody, uh-huh. somebody, no, somebody, 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 okay. I'm, I'm going to get well, to it. You, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Okay. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm going to say them on a journey here. Now, there's a photo of Zach Levine and somebody who's very good at Photoshop, dare I say a professional, has edited this photo so that he is in a full San Antonio Spurs kit. And when I say a professional, I say this because as someone who spends a lot of time in the creative world, I can tell the level of professionalism through the filter that they've applied to the picture, the way that they've blurred out the background, left a drop shadow around the body and all types of things. A very professional photo has appeared on Deshante Murray's Twitter feed. Now, I don't know who made that. I don't know who sent it to him. I don't know who told him to post it. I'm going to give you some clues. They're from the same town, same hometown. They have the same agent looking after them. Now, I'm not saying that has anything to do with it. I'm just giving you the clues do with that information what you will and think about why someone would want to start a bidding war for Zach Levine who's a free agent this summer that's all I'm going to say on that I have no inside information whatsoever I'm just saying what's publicly known and what may just be a happy coincidence but I just found rather interesting that's what we'll leave you with we're going to be back bright and early on a Monday morning to recap game one between the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. And if tonight the Timberwolves and Memphis Grizzlies go to a game seven, well, we'll be recapping that as well because that will take place on Sunday night. We'll be in the studio for that one too, if necessary. So we'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed the Hoop Genius podcast presented by NBA 2K this week. If you have enjoyed it, please, please, please leave a review. Leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Tweet it, Instagram it, TikTok it. Tell all your friends, tell all the basketball lovers in your world to come and tune in with us. We appreciate everyone who does. It really means the world uh, that you share the love and we appreciate you. That's why we do this. We just want to share, share the show to as many fans as possible because uh, some of the shows out there are looking all tired and crusty right about now. So we're trying to bring some realness and we feel that we owe it to all the basketball fans around to share the love with them too. So make sure you tell all your friends to tune in, come rock with us. We're going to be here every Monday to Friday, first thing in the morning, get your daily dose of NBA updates from Momusi and BJ Armstrong. But until next time, our wonderful people, have a great weekend, stay blessed. And um, Ramadan's almost finished, so I'm going to wish you a Eid Mubarak in advance for all my people said around. That might be on Monday, so we'll check back in then. And until next time, get buckets. <laughs>